because of this new microphone, which has given us hassles already, I'm not allowed kind of to touch my desk. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because if I touch the desk, it's going to bang and then the microphone will bang. Maybe progress is bad. Maybe progress as sometimes uh, two steps forward and one step back. Mm. You know. Technology. It's not all what it lives up to be. No, neither was 2020. <laughs> mm. Well, it's not done yet, Carla. But Carla, hello, by the hello. way. Carla, <laughs> I've got good news this week. Yeah? I told you not to bother even looking at news because the bestest news of the whole year happened during the week. And I think I know what you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? I think I know what you're going to say because I lived with you around this time last year. Uh... And I also do live on Twitter. Yeah, and I did tweet about it. Was it the Late Late Toy Show? <laughs> it was the Late Late Toy Show, Carla. <laughs> the Late Late Toy Show happened. Now, Carla, the Late Late Toy Show every year is a big, big deal. And because we have a few listeners in the UK, I am going to explain what it is so we're not completely leaving people in the dark. Yeah. Imagine the biggest late night talk show in your country once a year let all the children of the country run it and just review toys on it it is very similar to our podcast where it's just idiots reviewing things yeah kind of yeah and it's very very funny and it's very good it's basically a big marketing thing to teach to show children what's out there for Christmas and to show the parents what's out there for yeah. Christmas. That's the whole thing. Yours truly, when he was about five or six, was on it. Yeah. And every year, some of the children always manage to ruin it because their children are not professional television presenters. Weird, they should have been working since birth. Oh, mm-hmm. your keep. I was also one of the children that ruined it. Every year there's a parade of bicycles going through and I was in it. I can't cycle a bike. I wasn't on a bike. I was in one of those like four wheel drive pedal things and someone in one of those electric drive pedal things drove over me. (laughs) And then I had to be towed off stage by a production assistant. Oh, you ruined that production assistant's day. Oh my god! It, it being a production assistant on the Late Late Toy Show must be the most like anxiety-driven job yeah. of your entire life. It's Pulling hilarious. Your hair out, sneaking gin between takes. Well, <laughs> apparently, uh, gin is not the preferred substance of the uh, producer of the Late Late Toy Show, but I who work with RTE from time to time Mm. have absolutely no comment on the matter. (laughs) Nice. 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 A visual. She, she knows what I mean. (laughs) I'm a learned lady. What can I say? Anyway, Carla, uh, instead of news this week, we're going to do a quick review of the late, late toy show. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Of course. I'm just giving you the highlights, okay? And (laughs) what my emotional state was like throughout. Did you take notes? Yeah, well, (laughs) I I did. Right, so the Late Late Toy Show generally is quite poor. It's just, here's a kid on, here's the toy. Uh, There's something funny, it fucks up. Sometimes they get on like a nice kid or they, they get them something that they've always wanted, reunite them with a parent from who was in the army or whatever 
or couldn't get home for Christmas. It's lovely touching, whatever. Mm. This year, they just ramped it all up <laughs> to 11 because it's 2020. Here's the thing you have to remember right off the start before I get into any of this. There was no audience for the Late Late okay. Toy Show this year because of social distancing. Strange. What that means for a live television show is there is nothing to cut away to. <laughs> when the presenter or tiny five-year-old presenters mess up, mm-hmm. there is no audience to cut away to and laugh. No. There is no one laughing. There is no one. There is, it's so funny. So this is this is how the Late Late Toy Show started. It started with a musical number. It never used to be this, by the yeah. way. It's only this most recent presenter who starts them with musical numbers. <laughs> and it was the theme of, uh, what's his name, Roald Dahl, all of his books. And then there was loads of Roald Dahl jokes and like like James and the Giant Peach jokes and Twits and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, blah, 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 blah. Right. He was dressed as a fox as in fantastic yeah. Mr. Fox and at one point nearly lost his tail. <laughs> I don't yeah, think it was I very know funny. enough about Rodo to get Rodo jokes. I think you'd know way more than you think. I doubt because that. Because the BFG. I don't know about it. Really? What about Matilda? Yeah, but that's different. Matilda, you, you hit the big three, you'll hit... Matilda, you'll hit Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You'll hit Fantastic Mr. Fox. I don't know Mr. Fantastic Fox. We are having technical difficulties because Kenyon decided to get notions. <laughs> notions and money has changed you. <laughs> mm. I am going to blast through the highlights of the Lele Toy Show. First, there was a girl called Saoirse who came on. wonder how that's spelled. Lots of vowels. <laughs> um... Sarah and her brother came on to talk about their favourite puppets. Mm-hmm. And Sarah's brother, whose name eludes me, couldn't find his puppet, oh. even though there was only about five puppets on the stage. <laughs> and one definitely had to be his yep. because someone spent hours putting it there. Yeah. Anyway, Sarah's puppet had a very particular name. Now, it doesn't matter what name it actually had. What Saoirse said it was, and what everyone agrees it was, is Polly Protestant. Oh. <laughs> Saoirse stuck her hand through, like, a, a puppet theatre thing, mm-hmm. and just goes, this is Polly Protestant, and then corrected herself. But it was too late at that stage, because the entire nation had started to break their bollocks laughing. Yep, she'd already said it. It was out there. She'd already said it. <laughs> I am going to bring up... Uh, <laughs> The other Saoirse, because the other Saoirse is genuinely the hero of the whole thing. Other Saoirse on the show. There was two Saoirse's and they were both very lovely. The other Saoirse had me in tears. Honest to God. She had a tumour in her leg last year, literally this time last year, and had to have her leg amputated. And um, she's learned to walk again. She's got a prosthetic leg and... uh, with the Late Late Toy Show, they're sending her out to Orlando. Now, we're going to come back to Saoirse later, right? Because mm-hmm. the Late Late... She she raised some money herself over the year. And the Late Late Toy Show wanted to do the same thing. So they set up a fundraising appeal. We'll come back to that later. That has a part to play. <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about Sam. Because Sam 
is the most dangerous person I've ever seen on television. Oh no. Look out, Bear Grylls, because Sam <laughs> has fucking... He's going to kill you. Renegade. Sam... Sam was a kid from Calvin with a bowl haircut that looked like it fit into the late 90s. Oh no. <laughs> and he sat... He sat on this fake camping set and he looks miserable like he doesn't want to be there at all yep and <laughs> Ryan the presenter comes over to him and is just like and what have you got in your bag for us Sam none of these were toys none of these were toys you can buy in the shop right he took out a head torch first I was like alright yeah the kids into camp and whatever then he took out a fire starter <laughs> okay and I was like okay a prop for the child to use. That's fine. What else have you got in your bag, Sam? I've me axe. Okay. <laughs> but was this he just clear? takes out a fucking handmade axe. Was this cleared with the production team? I'm confused. I have no idea. I'm not even sure if Sam was like scheduled on <laughs> or he forced everyone to go on. But he just didn't want to be there. It was so funny. I love, like, I was so frightened every moment Sam was about to speak because I thought he was going to just turn, stare straight down the camera and go, here is my manifesto. <laughs> he was so funny. The next Stalin. Next, we ne- <laughs> next we had Aiden, mm-hmm. who, is, who is the most tragic character of the whole toy show. Aww. That's not, that's not, in in my opinion, it's the most tragic character. Because <laughs> okay. Aiden loves trains. I'd say Aiden's about six or seven, mm-hmm. maybe younger, right? He loves trains. Can't this kid fucking loves trains. He loves Thomas the Tank Engine in particular and knows everything about Thomas the Tank Engine. Mm-hmm. And I tell you this much, he doesn't give a shit about the Beatles <laughs> because when the presenter asks him, do you know who voices... Um, the narrator on Thomas the Tank Engine, he goes, Ringo Starr. And he goes, do you know he was in the Beatles? He said, I don't care. <laughs> Beatles who? <laughs> yeah. Christ. I just, I'd love if like Ringo Starr was backstage waiting to come out. And they was like, I don't care. Yeah, as and then the kid's he'd come hero. Out and like, oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's Thomas the Tank Engine. He's like, no. He's a very famous man for other yeah. things. Anyway, so... <laughs> They offer they the way they offered the flight to Orlando for Saoirse was they sat her down, they were chatting to her, and then they go, Have you heard of Aer Lingus, who are a flight company? Yeah. <laughs> and then they sat down, Aiden. <laughs> and they just go, Aiden, have you heard of Inroad Aaron? Who's <laughs> the Irish train company? <laughs> I don't even know what they said for the next two minutes because I was laughing my whole off thinking they're just sending this kid straight back down to Cork. They're sending him to Limerick Junction. Getting him just, he's going to get on a train and she's going hours away on a, on a flight. Yeah, he's, he's there looking at his fucking single return ticket while she's packing her fucking bags to Disney World. Oh. And I'm just like, the poor fucking Aiden. He is actually getting a fucking uh, like steam train experience or whatever, but who gives a shit? I just thought this was so funny. If only Aiden had lost a leg. Then the most beautiful child of the whole toy show came out. Came out so quick. He was zooming along. 
He had a little standy uppy wheelchair. Yeah. He was, he was about eight years old. His name is Adam. Oh, God. Adam. Adam had a virtual hug with him. That's disgusting. It was a laminated, cut-out heart with a virtual hug written on it. And he used to give that to the people in the hospital because he's got brittle bones, Kala. Oh, I wish I cared about children even a little bit. Kala, you'd love Adam. Adam wants to be... He wants to work in NASA. Kala. Adam work, wants to work in NASA. He wants to do the countdown timer in NASA. And then the presenter, Ryan Tuberty, asked him, do you not want to be an astronaut? And Adam, very matter-of-fact, turned around to him and said, I can't be an astronaut. I have brittle bones. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. And usually at this point in the show, this is where they bring out a celebrity. Yeah. You know, they bring out someone the child I like idolizes or someone and someone the child really, really cares about. Yeah. And all Adam wanted, all Adam wanted to see was this hospital porter that he really loved. And Adam's hospital porter came out to see him on the Late Late Toy Show and they talked and they couldn't hug, but he gave him his little virtual hug, Cal, and it was so sweet. I was a ball of falling my eyes out. People, Kian. Oh, but Callie, you would, you would, it, it, you would have, you would have melted. It would have melted even your I stony, icy so. heart. I'm not sure that's true because all this has done has made me feel really strange about children again. Like I thought I was starting to like them, and actually, I just feel. Callie, like he has brittle bones. That's not my fault. Probably the best two parts of the toy show, and I will wrap it up, is one, the toy show raised for all children in need and children who are in medical need or in housing need or in financial needs raised, I think it was six, by now, I think it's 6.5 million euro. It's a lot of money. For our English listeners... That's about six point one million pounds. <laughs> yeah, but there's only five four million people in Ireland. I was about to say something incredibly stupid. Then I was like, they all gave a million each. Of course they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty good. Um, and then also the presenter when he was opening a bottle of Fanta, uh, said the word "fuck" because it spilled. Nice. And everyone saw it, everyone heard it, and it was so good. And Aiden's going to be repeating that all, all year. All the way up and down on the train. Aiden's watching the kids coming out with their flights to Orlando and their fucking signed guitars and just gone, I should have been into something more interesting than trains. Yeah. Wish I'd met Ringo fucking star now. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, I forgot to tell you, I'm really into gold. <laughs> I love mining, but yeah. <laughs> precious gems. <laughs> mm. That's my real passion. So that was my review of the Late Late Toy Show. It's the best Late Late Toy Show I've ever seen. It was so good. Is that just Mainly because morale is low in life at the it's moment? Because morale is low, they did a great job of upping morale, but also there was some cracking fucking jokes. <laughs> Between Sam and Polly Protestant, it would have made it, but then they also raised 6.5 million euro. 
and Ryan Tupperty said fuck in front of children. And it's so funny. Kala. Yes. We've gone on far too long, mainly because of all the pauses and breaks and stuff. But shall we get to the main topic of this week's podcast? We shall indeed. Which is. is, Which is conspiracy theories. I I like this idea. I think my favourite one. Actually, do you want to say your favourite one first? My favourite one is one I made. (laughs) You made it up. You didn't look. Yeah, you didn't look pleased. (laughs) No, no, no. no, I had one gin and tonic. Carla, please give me a break. Yep, there, go ahead. What's your what's, what's your conspiracy? Okay. John F. Kennedy. Yep. Right? What if he wasn't shot mm-hmm. and his head just did that? Well. Maybe he just exploded. You raise an interesting point that I'm immediately going to disregard. If we were in a courtroom, you'd be laughed out. <laughs> Every every conspiracy theory you put forward, yeah. I am going to come up with an alternative, an alternative <laughs> conspiracy theory. Major Irish. <laughs> yeah, so what happened there? Actually, do you want to hear the most Irish thing that happened to me earlier? I was walking home and I have to kind of cut through an alley to get to my bus stop. Yeah. And these two girls ran down in front of me and then kind of saw these lads at the end of the alley and stopped. And when I was walking past them, I was like, are you guys okay? And she got, one of the girls just turns around and goes, yeah, I'm just dying for a piss. And those boys are down there. So I don't want to go down there. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, would you just ask them to move? <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah. So when I was walking past, I was like, hey, we are sorry, last week. We just mind fucking off. Those girls want to have a piss down here. Oh, my God. I had to ask people who were dealing drugs to move so more people could could go and take a piss. That is insane. I guess maybe the only way like, could get more Irish is if she needed a piss because she'd had a pint of Guinness. She definitely needed to have a piss because she had a pint because they're still doing takeaway pints. Nice. Oh, and I was just like, this is the most Dublin fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, what's your favourite conspiracy theory, Carla? I think my favourite conspiracy is that uh, Denver International Airport <gasps> yes. is the hub for the lizard people that control the government. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, hmm. I'm not I'm not 100% on board with the lizard people, but Denver Infer- International Airport is freaky. Yeah. Have you looked into all this stuff? Yeah, it's got the gargoyle that says, like, you know, it greets you. <laughs> Which is weird, full stop. Um, it it's got strange. loads of weird shit. I remember listening to a podcast about the airport. Yeah. It's it's creepy. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely where the lizard people live. It's a hub. What about Avril Lavigne died and someone replaced her? I mean, let's just say it like it is. R.I.P. Avril Lavigne. Um, two thousand and four. Melissa has really been holding it up though. She's been keeping it tight. Yeah, I She's I. Dead. I'd love, yeah. Unfortunately, it's a very sad, sad, you know, situation. But what can we do? I don't even know what real Avril Lavigne looks like anymore. It's all Melissa. Whatever Avril Lavigne or whoever Avril Lavigne is, mm. is doing at the minute, 
They're keeping it quiet. The, the problem is, is that you, you could say like, oh, but that's crazy. Who would come up with that? There's no smoke without fire. The reason people That's... consistently call her Melissa and are in the comments and always, if you look at any tweets that she does now, in the comments, it's all about Melissa. There's a reason you can't make that shit go away. Well, there's the thing. What makes a good conspiracy theory? Is it a good story or is it like because it's convincing? I think as cracked out as it can be makes it good for me. Really crazy as possible. Like as, like as in, listen to this. I heard that the Earth is actually hollow, and there's right. another civilization living inside the Earth. Okay. And um, the entrances are from the North and the South Pole. Secret, obviously. Right. Couldn't put them in worse places, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah. Or if you don't want people to go there, couldn't put them in better places. Exactly. Look. I also heard that the moon I mean, projection. One of them isn't even on land. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, deep sea divers. That's why all those deep sea divers go missing. What well deep sea divers go missing for lots of reasons. Mainly because of no, the deep they, sea. They're going into the other civilization. No, other yeah, civilization. Drowning. None of them have they're ever falling drowned. into the crack. <laughs> nope. What about the Bermuda Triangle? I'm not convinced drowning's real. You're not hmm? <laughs> <laughs> You're not convinced drowning's real? As a man who's drowned, Kala, can tell you it's very real. But you didn't die. I didn't die. So, yeah, you're actually proving my theory. Not sure it's true. Mm. Mm. There we go. Did you know I have a great conspiracy theory for you then? The Loch Ness Monster is actually a submarine Mm -hmm. filled with paedophiles because paedophilia isn't illegal underwater in Scotland. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of on board. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes way more sense than like a monster being in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, truly, aren't the biggest monsters pedophiles? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I un- nonces will do anything. Like I believe they live on a submarine. Just it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dirty bastards. Well, most of them joined the Catholic Church. So, well, you know, living underwater isn't a huge fucking leap. Nope. If anything, healthier. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other cool... The, the likes of the Denver Airport one is just one of those... And I wish I knew more about it uh, to to kind of bring it up. The, they're more unsolved mysteries and stuff. I'm trying to think of other conspiracy um, theories. That the moon is a projection. What about... The wish, wish, hmm? That the moon is a projection. Okay, yeah, now I remember that why I don't like conspiracy theories. <laughs> why do people think the moon is a projection? Um, A guy said that it... I Just a guy said it? <laughs> I don't know, there was a guy and he said like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this dude said it? He just said like, you can, basically he said, you can see the strings, guys. It's very so uh, obvious right, that the moon's right, a projection, right, right. and I just didn't question it because I what, thought, you know what, he's what, so certain. What projections have strings? Look, I don't know. <laughs> he was so certain. I felt like cool. What about um, flat Earth? We can never know. <laughs> I really, you see, Halle, you're kind of just 
on the cusp of people that I'd like in my entire life, all the people I've met, I'd be like, if someone told me you believe in flat earth, I might believe them. <laughs> so you have to tell me right now that you don't believe in flat earth. I don't believe in flat earth, but oh. no, 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 I don't. I honestly like flat okay. earthers are always okay. inbred ancestral nutters, but. <laughs> but how will we know? <laughs> Because I said in my like how I defended the roundness, voluptuous shape of the earth. Yeah. I was like, well, of course we've seen images of it. There's like density reports that make sense in a spherical like sense. You've got like we've been on boats, we've been on airplanes, you know, all that kind of stuff. But someone said, well, but how do we know that they've sailed and that the earth isn't completely like unpacked so why would you sail any further do you know what i mean so like if you were to sail and fall off the edge who would know it's like fair enough maybe none of us have ever sailed far enough have we become jill rogan Is that what we're doing now? Are we just doing the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah, but um, welcome to the poorer quality. Welcome to the Cala Clark experience. <laughs> yeah, it's just Fucking a poorer hell. quality, lower budget, um, definitely yeah. not sponsored. Cala hasn't eaten anything but red meat in six weeks, and all I drink is DMT. Here's my greatest conspiracy theory, and it's genuinely something I've believed for a very long time. Joe Rogan and Dana White are the same person. Yeah. I, I I thought they were the same person just because I thought they were the same person. But it also makes sense. Have you ever I seen mean, them in the room at the same, same time? Probably. Probably they've been on each other's podcasts. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking do that research. No, that's an odd one. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to bang out a few more conspiracy theories of the same type, right? Yeah. All deer are just moose babies. I... Don't really know where you're going with that one. Every snake yeah. is a worm with notions. Top hats and monocles, I believe you. Exactly. There uh, there's no such thing as an ugly duckling. That is a metaphor for racism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's a conspiracy thing. <laughs> I'm also not sure if it works out, but... <laughs> uh, sure. That was a story all about bullying. Mm. Bullying, racism. Maybe about racism as well. Who knows? Um, Everything's about racism. I'm not convinced humans actually learn to write. (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? I'm not certain that I've ever actually seen anyone write down original thoughts or whether they've just memorized words and their hand makes that movement okay 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 i'm trying to unpack that as best i can all right yeah so no give it to me again (laughs) (laughs) so i don't believe that any of us really know how to write what do you mean by that like know how to write things down yeah like when I think about writing, it's mad that This I... is also so... This is so, something a writer would say as well. <laughs> I'm just not convinced that, like, 
when I put pen to paper, the same thing happens in everyone else's head. So I'm convinced that we don't know how to write. We just picture words and then our hand tries its tries to like imitate it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's kind of along the lines of the theory that I exist, but everyone else doesn't. That could be true because I do believe that I'm the main character in your subplots. But is that egotistical or not? I don't know. I fully believe I'm not interesting enough to be that. So I think I'm not the main character. I think I'm a simulation. So do you think you're like a recurring character in my life? Yeah. yeah. I'm here once a week. <laughs> To talk about JFK's exploding and fucking Joe Rogan's meaty deer shits. Yeah, fair enough. I believe it because I'm a bit, you know. know. What about the conspiracy theory that everything is a simulation? Uh, That one, that one, you might as well say is true because it's 100% you can't prove it. And 100% it's true. It could be 100% true or it could be 100% false. It literally doesn't matter. I just do believe that um, at some point we fell into the matrix. Yeah. The thing about that one is it either is true or false. Mm-hmm. There is no in between. Yeah. It's either true or false. And it doesn't matter either way. Nope. Because sometimes I do walk into a room and I feel like an action of mine was just cancelled. I have no idea. And it's not even like I wonder what I was meant to be doing. My mind's just blank. I might as well be one of those Barbie heads that's had, that's, decapitated i'm just like uh. i once got so fucked up mm. on a night out that i vivid like i i remember at the time people coming in and telling me that i'm breaking the system and that they are frantically trying to reset the system you like really like like we're living in a simulation. Yeah, you are. This is we, you're on a lot of drugs. This is exactly <laughs> what I imagine Joe Rogan's podcast is. <laughs> I've never listened to it. Actually, as a lie, I've, I think I've listened to it once. I've listened to the clips of the bits you need to see. Oh, look at me! I'm I'm Elon Musk. My dad stole emeralds from black people. Look at me smoke on the on the telly. I'm not convinced. I know who Elon Musk is. Is he the guy who owns Amazon? No, that's Jeff Bezos. Then I have no idea. I thought they were the same person. That's my conspiracy theory. I think they're the same person. Elon Musk owns Tesla and uh, SpaceX. I wouldn't get in a Tesla. Why? Um, because I've... Elon Musk owns it. <laughs> because I've seen the science and I don't trust it. What? What science? <laughs> you Batteries. know, the science behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't trust it. You think I'm going to get in a car that can drive itself? Woo! No, thank you. Oh, right, right, right. That bit. I've seen uh, Doctor yeah. Who. I know how that shit goes. What Doctor Who episode is driving cars? You know, the there Atmos. Is a Doctor Who yeah, episode. the one where they all yeah, get the thing installed and then it starts driving them into the lake. I'm not about it. If I'm going to die, it's going to be on my terms. I'm going to try and drown because apparently that might be able to happen. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I wrote a short story about that once. That was funny. What about drowning? Uh, no, because that's a made up. No one can actually turn <laughs> We've already been talking about it. No. <laughs> what about um, conspiracy theory? Uh, aliens, alien conspiracy theories. That's not a conspiracy. It they hundred percent exist. No, but we'll go specific. Yeah, aliens definitely exist. 100%. But what about specific ones? Did aliens build the pyramids? Absolutely not. Slaves built the pyramids. Thousands and thousands of slaves. But. Did aliens put Stonehenge there? 
100%. No. They did. Uh, I think aliens built Crow Park, which is a football stadium in Ireland. (laughs) I don't think aliens actually kind of want to do any infrastructure for us. Why are they building anything, actually? They don't give a fuck. Yeah, why are aliens doing labour work? (laughs) (laughs) I think aliens got a lot more on their plate than building a couple weird things for us and fucking off. Can you imagine we go to a fucking semi-advanced alien planet and then just build a fucking star oh we'd build a starbucks <gasps> the pyramids are a franchise oh my god a tourist attraction on every planet we just fucking cracked it they did the same with stonehenge that's what it is that's essentially their McDonald's and their Starbucks. Is that all the conspiracy theories? Can we can we make up? Do you want to make up one about each other really quick now? Yeah, sure. You go first. Okay. No, 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 no. You go first. I keep coming up with one. Okay. Um, I'm convinced that you're not Irish. Okay. This, this is a really elaborate method acting um, for a part you want in a TV show in the Matrix. In the Matrix. Oh right, so we're in the Matrix and I've logged into this body and I pretend to be me to get experience and then when I log out Do you know that's actually not a bad idea for like a black mirror? That's not a bad we keep giving our That's a good black mirror. That's a great book. Let's 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 uh, let's uh, let's jot that one down. Um (laughs) Mine is that you're Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I think you're Joe Rogan in a wig. <laughs> if if I was Joe Rogan, I would not spend my time on a podcast that gets about a hundredth of viewership. Keen, he gets paid a hundred million a year by Spotify. <laughs> this would not be my second podcast. <laughs> no offense to our podcast, I love it, but if I was Joe Rogan. Maybe We're officially renaming the podcast to the Kalalela Experience. <laughs> it's my long game to re to rename this podcast. Yeah, very good. Oh, uh, there we go. Well, Kala, you don't need to rename the podcast because you've got a whole big heckin' segment of the podcast all to yourself, all named after you. And what's Dude. it called? It's called Kala After Dark. <laughs> What a good segue. What a great segue. Anyway, Carla, what's this week's Carla After Dark? Okay, so the first one, I was talking with my girlfriends the other day. And we were talking with my girlfriends. Just talking with my girlfriends, you know. So, um, Cosmopolitan. I said, Johnny, pull that up. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Joe Rogan reference, by the way. I'm not Joe Rogan. (laughs) Sure. Um, So the first one was out of, this is like a poll, really. So I was asking them, out of all the people they've slept with, how many have they actually come with? Okay. And I asked the the ladies, and then I asked the gentlemen. Right, yeah. And The numbers, I would say, are very different. As in, how many... I've asked, I asked the guys how many girls they think they've made come. <gasps> oh. And I asked the girls how many guys actually have made them come. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. for the girls, it was about uh, 10% of how many people they'd slept with. Right. And for the guys, they claimed 
about 90% of the people there. <laughs> okay. So there's our jumping off point. There's our jumping off point. That adds up wanna... to 100%. Do you do you, do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna go with your experiences and then I can do up my maths here in the corner? Yeah. Okay. I think the problem Hold on, I need a pen. <laughs> the problem with my maths is so I had to Carry discount a, a lot of people. Divided by eight. <laughs> Over one hundred. <laughs> I had to discount a lot of people because I was calculating it wrong so i thought right. my percentage was higher but apparently if you do it to yourself whilst they're there it doesn't count <laughs> yeah that doesn't count carla can i ask does yeah is is it so like if 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 i get with one person five times and give them five orgasms that only counts as one yeah okay right yeah. okay Okay, right. Okay. 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 <laughs> is the maths getting worse? <laughs> the percentage is decreased. No, look, I know I'm in the sub 50s and I'm going to explain okay. why. I know what happens when a girl orgasms. Okay. Or a guy. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm very well aware of what happens <laughs> when a guy orgasms. But yep. I am aware of what happens when a girl orgasms. And when you finally figure out how to do that, it's not yeah. that hard. And you know when you do it every time. Yeah. Which means you know when you haven't done it every time previous. So yes. that's what I'm like thinking back. Yeah. So I would say I'm probably only around the 10%. And I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> But you will also appreciate my numbers. Yes. 10% of what is, we're talking about is yeah. quite high. Yeah. Which is good. Actually, it's not. <laughs> still less than 10%. 10% of what I'm talking about is still like five. <laughs> we were really bigging you up there for a second, though. Hold on, it's not 10% then. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, okay. I think the problem... I think, I think I'm about 30%. 30 to That's 40. Still... I'm still I'm still have to be under 50. Yeah. Because there has both been times where I've... You know, I've been... Shit. Not <laughs> my new microphone. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I'm so good at this. There has both been times where I have been young and not known what I'm doing and mm. also times where I just put in the worst effort of my life yeah you're just not putting a shift in you're not you're not focused you're not giving it your all when you finish and the person you're sleeping with responds oh just with <laughs> oh you know you've done nothing to yeah. that whole situation <laughs> or when then <laughs> when you're in the middle of it and they go Go for it. And you just reply, I am. Yeah, this is me maxed out. <laughs> You're in fifth gear now. <laughs> there is no sixth. <laughs> there is no sixth. Yeah. Honestly, it's risky going past fourth. <laughs> My clutch hasn't been the same. No, burnt out. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a tough one. I do. I don't blame guys necessarily. 
I think I'm take I take a lot of blame on my shoulders. You shouldn't. Because I'm because there should be more blame no, put on to men. No, I mean for why they think it's higher than it is. Oh, because you're fucking Meryl Streep of faking it. I'm a Meryl Streep, and uh, it's my New Year's resolution to stop. Oh, you're just gonna stop, stop doing that. I'm just gonna gonna stop. I don't think that's gonna be so funny. I think my acting career is over. Yeah, my acting career is over. I've done. I'm done. I've done. I've put the hours in. I've put the years into this craft, and I'm done. I'm retraining, as the government says I should. I'm going full honesty. I've decided that. The, the disconnect between girls' numbers and boys' numbers is definitely because of... Um, I'm a it is. It is. It's because <laughs> women are giving men what they want and men shouldn't be given what they want. It's a tough one, though, because I just don't want to hurt some people's feelings. Like, they're putting in such to be a fair, shift. We've discussed it. And I know I'm not we've coming dif- there. We've discussed it before. Sometimes you just can't. And that's not, the, that's, not, that's not the problem. If only one person finishes in the whole act, that's okay. That's that, still half. That's fifty percent. I mean, they let people be doctors on worse results. So exactly, and that kid's going know. to NASA, and he's got brittle bones. <laughs> sure, he is. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. Um, but there we go. I don't know. It was a it was a weird conversation we had. Like all the girls were like, "Yeah, yeah no." T- I I'm I'm well aware though my numbers are lower than they should. But some. See, when I first met um, a certain guy, he told me that he had made every single girlfriend, girl, arrive. Um, <laughs> arrive to the time. station. Like, the more I think about that, and that was like about six years ago that was mentioned. Um, and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's true. Like, it can, but at the time we were like, he was 19, or 18, 19, around that age. And it was, and like, over the years I thought, hmm, I just don't think he was that good off the bat. No, no, you're. It's 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 hard. Also, yeah. men should probably learn. Um, have 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 a woman come in foreplay or don't try it all, because honestly, it's like pushing a fucking rock up a hill. After that <laughs> point, whereas if you've already got it done with, firstly, the rock's already up the fucking hill. And if anything else happens, you've got gravity Bonus. to help you. That rock will help just slide <laughs> all the way back down that hill, boy. You're sorted. Bonus yeah. round. Everyone's loving it. Yeah. The vibes are on that. Or ask them for a bit of help. Give Ask for a little bit of advice. It's fine. Yeah. Because like like the girls told me, apparently if you do it in their presence, that doesn't count. <laughs> That halved yeah. my people. <laughs> Everyone wants to get to the train station. If you have to yeah. ask for directions, it's okay. That's in most oral exams from most major like languages. How do I get to the train yeah. station? How do I yeah. make a woman and come? And if the conductor happens to be Ringo Starr... Our metaphors are going all over the place, Kala. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> are you still Joe Rogan? I can't remember. I don't know anymore. Shall yeah. we round off the podcast with an L review? Yeah, that's cool. Cool. So I was back on Amazon, was looking at bits, and of I course. found a review yeah. for a product. Products I had never heard of, mm-hmm. but I, I found one review for the product, quite similar to our review from last week. 
right? So okay. I was on Amazon because uh, I was thinking about getting a new tattoo. And then I was like, I wonder if they have tattoo guns on Amazon. They do. There's loads. Great reviews. Not what we're looking at. I got suggested <laughs> oh, Wrecking yeah. Bam Tattoo Fade System. So it's a, an at-home tattoo removal service. Yeah. Mm. Comes with okay. like like nearly like a like a pumice grater. You know those things? Okay. And cream and yeah. gel and a concealer. Yeah, like it's it's got an electric component as well. All right. So this is from an Adam Brown who gave it four stars. I bought this for my wife. It's a fake name if ever I had one. Mm. Well, I don't know how true this story is, but it doesn't matter. True or false, it's a beautiful story. And it's a long Ikala. So get, pack, get ready. Oh, God. I bought this from my wife <laughs> who wanted to remove a tattoo from just above her buttocks. I believe they call it a tramp stamp. The tattoo said, Ronnie, you probably guessed, is the name of one of her ex-boyfriends. So you can understand how I decided to spend the money on getting that damn tattoo removed. My wife didn't really want to get the tattoo removed. Although she denied it, I think she was still into this Ronnie character. She would always visit him in jail, as well as send him letters and pictures. Mm -hmm. So I found this product. I didn't tell my wife what it was. Instead, explaining to her that it was a tattoo enhancement cream. Okay. Hmm. Adam's playing... Playing a little uh, lying game. I told her it would sting a little, but that was just the stuff doing its job. Now, you have to understand that my wife is a big girl. Let's just say that she constantly wears jogging pants and refers to them as her pants. (laughs) So she couldn't really see the tattoo herself. Even when she tried to use a mirror. Jesus, what fucking size is this woman? (laughs) It's very hard not to see your back in a mirror. Yeah. It was hard to make out. So I thought everything would turn out okay. Well, the cream worked. Every evening I would apply the cream for her, telling her the tattoo would look better and better. When in fact, it was fading more and more. I told her that the microdermabrasion thingy was actually a tattoo polisher. All right, this woman's thick as well as fat. (laughs) And so I would spend a good 15 minutes every night grinding away at that damn tattoo. And it was almost gone entirely. This sounds very good, Carla. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking of investing in it. You're ready for the twist? His wife's a horse! (laughs) His wife's a horse! No. Ronnie got out of jail. Oh. It turns suspi- it turns out my suspicions were correct. My wife, not a horse, still had a thing for him. <laughs> I came home from work one evening to find Ronnie and my wife hanging out on the couch. And boy, did they look pissed. And Ronnie was a pretty tough looking guy. Apparently, and I'm not trying to insinuate anything here, somehow Ronnie had noticed <laughs> the bare space just above my wife's buttocks and asked her about it. Hmm, I wonder what they were doing. Do you think it was gardening? Mm. Maybe. 
horseback yeah. riding. I mean, she is a horse. I mean, not a horse. Definitely a human with all four legs. And now he was pissed off because he had bought her the tattoo to begin with. And she was pissed off because I had tricked her into having the tattoo removed. Long story short, I had the option of getting my ass kicked or buying a new tattoo. So we went to the tattoo place, shelled out the cash for a new tattoo (laughs) and winced the entire time as Ronnie and my wife watched me get the words Ronnie's bitch tattooed on my chest. Since then, my wife has kicked me out and Ronnie is living in my house. (laughs) And me, I'm on my second tube of the Wrecking Bam tattoo fade system. I can't tell you enough how much this product works. <laughs> it's a much sadder story than oh. last week's pissing in my own pants. Yeah, I mean, Adam's definitely a storyteller, if Truly. nothing else. And it's a shame that he got kicked out of his stable. House, house, house. My house, which, With- my house, <laughs> <laughs> my house where my wife lives, <laughs> on a bed made of hay. <laughs> Um, What did we learn? Shall I do that first? I keep forgetting that's a new part of the show Yeah, let's do what we learned What did we learn? What we learned this show is Kian shouldn't buy a new microphone And then choose not to learn how to use it Uh, Kala hates kids And has a heart of stone Because Adam with his little broken bones My little brittle bones I can't be an astronaut Made Kian cry Um, Kian's a little bit Conspiracy theories are fun Kian kind of thinks yeah. Kala might be a little bit dumb because she believes. <laughs> just you're speaking to Joe Rogan here, so yeah. I pipe down. Kala's actually Joe Rogan. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are the and same Joe person. Rogan and Dana White are the same. Kala has same four letters. Dana has four letters. It's all starting to make sense, isn't it? Just the moon is projection. I think it's got it's projected onto yep. strings for some reason. Yeah, the man said. Um, (laughs) Kian is not quite the Casanova as we think. The stats show. But Kala is the actress that we all think. There we go. And finally, if you are going to remove your wife's tattoo, make sure she's not a horse. Not a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My socials are Kala Layla on Instagram and Twitter. And the podcast socials are not another review on Twitter, not another review show on Instagram. And we have an email address, not another review show one at gmail.com, which I use to sign up to websites twice. <laughs> uh, my socials are at King and Clark one on Twitter and at there's a Clark in the water on Instagram. Doesn't really matter. Not going on social media for another week, I reckon. Just can't. Yeah, yeah can't be. Can't be arsed. Delete, didn't delete my accounts now. I'm not insane. He's still definitely tied to this world, but. <laughs> All right. Bye. Cool. See you.